Today we're going to get a little bit mental. Even get Hello, Tenzo here. Welcome to episode number 13 of the Race Driver Coach Show. And it's bloody hot in the UK. It's boiling. So excuse me if I'm sweating. I just got off a plane from Le Mans. Great weekend. Challenging weekend, but still a great one. Even if it doesn't go to plan, Le Mans, as you know, is always worth going to. And that's where we just got back from, so a bit tired, a bit worn out, but I have to get this video out because we've got a busy week. We're going straight back to America for the Road America race, so I want to get this in now. And we are getting mental. I want to talk to you about something that really runs the show, the thing that's in there. Your show, this is, not the race driver coach show, but your show. When you're competing, when you need to be at your best, when you're the person that has to deliver on demand. If you can drive, put that aside, right? You got the driving sorted or it's getting there. And if you're physically okay, that's two areas that you have to attend to. But there's one big one, the mental game. The thing that glues everything together, what learns how to drive and what works in tandem with the muscles in your body and the fitness, the brain. That's the main area for you to not just access, but to train, mental training. That's what it's about. We'll talk about mental training later on. But this five-step stage, should we say, process of you preparing yourself for a race weekend is paramount. It's one of the most important areas for you to succeed in anything you want to do. Because this runs the show. This thing up here is what's in control. Without it, if there's a bit that's not quite working right, you take a piece out, it's destroyed. No longer will it allow you to perform at your best. But you've got to learn how to use it, how to prime it, how to get the most from it that we know at the moment. Obviously, we're only using a part of the brain. We can use a lot more, but that part is still powerful. And that part needs to be used correctly for you to get the most out of yourself in any situation. And that's what I want to talk about today. Really, while I was away, I got this one simple, open-ended question, one of the most open-ended I've ever had, but that's what brought this show to be about the mental side of things. Here it is. The question was from Mark. It was, how do I mentally prepare for a race weekend? Now, that's a very broad question because you haven't really explained what the challenge is. So we don't know how to mentally prepare for something. If I don't know what you're racing, if I don't know what your challenges are right now, the issues, what's holding you back, what we need to work on, what certain, what area it is at all. And it's the same as you go into a physical trainer and saying, how can I improve? They'll be going, well, I don't know, where are you at now? And what are you preparing for? What kind of car is it? There'd be a lot of questions. But it doesn't stop me doing a show because I can still tell you and everybody watching this, how to mentally prepare. I can't go into the very specifics because I don't know who I'm talking to and what the certain challenges you are you're facing, but I can still give you framework. And that framework today, which is pretty much what I do with a driver when I'm hired to just work on their mental side, is a five-stage thing. There's five parts to it. That's what I want to teach you because it's the same no matter what you do. You can change the little bits, you know, if you, if you prefer like hypnotherapy or if you prefer NLP or classic psychology or co cognitive behavior therapy, something like, you know, it doesn't matter about the actual techniques at the moment. 
because that's what works for you. Hypnotherapy might not work for you. Visualization might not work for you. Everybody's different. Everybody gets on with different ways. Meditation, another thing, okay? Not sure if I said that, don't know. But anyway, you got all these techniques you can use. They're like tools, see what works for you. But really, you need to know how to structure it. How am I going to prepare on the, the lead up to a race, to an event? That's what we're gonna talk about today. And I wanna do it so quickly, easily, simply, so it's easy to remember and you can apply it immediately. And that's the five steps that I wanna walk you through. So, let's start it. So for you, Mark, if you're going towards this race weekend that's coming, you've got a week, a few days, we can still do that. Um, here it is. Step one is get clear. It's exactly like it says on the tin. You've got to get clear on your current situation. And that means, what are you doing right now, mentally, that is causing you to underperform? You've got to know it. You've got to be honest. You've got to really say to yourself, okay, I know I can drive this well. I know I can perform physically this well. But what is it mentally? If you're, if you're watching this, you've already, you probably already know. Something that you've got to improve upon whilst you're in the car, whilst you're in battle, whilst you're racing, qualifying, testing. What area of your mental game, which remember is the daddy of you performing, what area of that, of, of <laughs> area of that do you need to improve? Because it's just, it's letting you down. It's making you squander this opportunity that you've got. And you know you can do better, but you keep doing X. What is that X? You get very clear on that. Once you've done that, and this is all part of the get clear phase, once you know what you're doing, and it'd be probably more than one thing, you've got all these areas that you keep messing up on, but it's only because of you. When I say you, I mean mental, because that's who I'm talking to, right? I'm not talking to your bicep, I'm talking to you. It's connected to your bicep, and it can make your bicep contract. But really, I'm talking to your brain, the thing that's behind your eyes and ears right now. What, is, what are you doing that's causing you to underperform? Get clear. Get honest, very truthful, all right? What are you doing? Once you've done that, we look at what you want to be like. This is still under the, say, the phase of getting clear. What is it you want to be like in the car? on the bike, wherever you are racing or qualifying. That person is the goal from now on. It's not just the result sheet, it's the goal of who you want to be, how you want to perform, how you want to be mentally when you're in the car. What's that like? Because we gotta know, we gotta get clear on what you're like at the moment and how you're screwing it up, which is everyone does, don't worry, it's just normal, and how you really want to be. The two things, because we'll bridge them, right? So you've got to know the starting point, which is now, and where you want to be. Get very clear. Don't just focus on, oh, I'm doing this, and I, don't want, I really don't want to be like that anymore. I'm coming to you, Enzo, because I want to fix this thing. I hate doing it. Because usually if you focus on the thing that's holding you back, you're going to get more of it. So we need to tell the brain. We need to tell the brain. Get that. Tell the brain what you want. Give it the carrot, show it what it wants, and actually or look at it and say, yeah, I want that as well. That's what I really need. I want to go towards that rather than just focusing on what the problem is, right? So get clear. And the other part of getting clear is find out why. Why do you think you are acting this way? 
This is all a, a thought process and writes all this down and think, okay, I'm acting, I'm getting under pressure, right? I'm getting under pressure. It's the last lap of qualifying. I know I've only got one more lap to do it. Tires are still in. I can still do this. And then I screw up. Or I'm leading and then I screw up. Or I'm fighting and I always overstep the mark. Why? What's causing you to do that? Ask that question more often. You've got to get clear. You've got to become an investigator in this area. Why am I doing it? Is it something from the past? Is it the pressure I've got on me? Is it because I know I've got to prove myself? Is it because my car isn't that great and I've got to overdrive to push it, which you know is not true, because to get the best out of the car, you don't overdrive? What is it? Because your brain is going through an equation or a, a decision process that says, I need to do this and this, and it's going to come out and as a result like this, right? Which means my driving and my mentality. You're making up the rules for that. Are you worried about what somebody says? Are you not quite going through them fast corners quick anymore because of that crash years ago? What's the real reason? You have to get clear on all these areas. So, just to recap, you get very clear on what it is that you're doing that's holding you back. You get very clear on what you want and how you want to be in the car. This is all just opening your eyes and saying, right, let's just get this out. And then you've got to be very clear on why. Why are you doing these things? Where's it coming from? Because you're the one that's making it happen. It's not just this automatic thing that everybody else is doing to you. You're the one that's making, causing yourself to underperform mentally. You've got to ask why. Where's it coming from? Okay. So getting clear. I know if, if I was to work with you personally or somebody else was, they would really go deep here and find out exactly what you're made of. They'd find out and say, okay, now I've got you. I know exactly what you're doing, what you want to do, and why you're not doing it up to now, and what's creating it all. So we've got a complete map. You're now listed out, and we can see exactly where you're at. That's where you've got to get to before you move on to step two. Just be clear. Okay, moving on to step two is get motivated. You've heard me say this before. Now, to get motivated, to get emotional context on all of this and get really involved and get jazzed and juiced that you wanna do something about this, you go down the road of getting disgusted, right? You've heard me say it, right? Get disgusted, that means it, you've got to say to yourself and really feel and believe this, that if I carry on this way, if I carry on screwing up, if I carry on doing what I did last weekend and three weekends ago and I did it again, I carry on doing this. What's the worst thing that could happen in one year's time? How are my sponsors gonna look at me? Whoever's paying for me, the team, the teammates, the press, everybody, my friends, all the people that believe in me, what are they gonna start to think if I keep messing, keep screwing up in this exact way because of what I'm doing mentally? Make this really painful as painful as it can be. Get freaking depressed about it, cry about it, I don't care. Really get it into you because if you start to tell the brain that this is no longer acceptable because if I carry on, this is gonna happen, the brain will be like, shit, I really do have to change. The more painful, the more you stir this up, the more your brain will say this as must change. I cannot no longer go this way. Keep adding all the bad things that can happen. Just visualize. Oh my God, it'd be terrible. And then if you really want to make it worse, think about what it'd be like in two years, three years, four years, five years, 10. When you're telling everybody you're gonna be a race driver and look at you, you've got nothing. You're in this flat on your own crying every day because you 
screwed up your one chance. When you had the sponsorship, you screwed up because you kept just doing this silly thing of cracking under pressure, this thing called pressure that people throw out, and you didn't resolve it. Well done, congratulations, you just completely screwed your racing career and you're no longer gonna be a driver ever again just because as soon as it gets tight, as soon as it gets difficult, as soon as you've gotta step up as a warrior, you run the other way. You do something that sabotages you. So get motivated is a push, not just a pull, which we'll talk about in a minute, it's a push. It's this must change. That's much more powerful. You only pay the bill, right? If you're in a house, you only pay the bill when the red one comes and says final demand, court notice. Oh, I better pay it. Motivation. You weren't motivated when it was in black or green, when it's saying, oh, one day you should pay. Yeah, I'll do it one day. But when it says you've got to pay it now, otherwise pain is attached to it, then you move. So once you got clear, then you've got to get motivated. You've got to get some oomph behind you that was corny, wasn't it? You gotta get some you gotta get some emotional reason behind you to make a change. And again, the brain starts to do it itself. It starts to say, okay, I know what I don't want, I know what I want. Um, and now I've attached pain to what I don't want. I've really gotta make a change. And there's a flip side to that. You told it what you want. So now you can start to say, okay, that's the get disgusted bit where you start to say, oh no, I don't really want, don't want this to happen in two, three, five years time. Okay, now if I do change, if I become resourceful, more powerful, better, more focused when I'm in, in control of a race and I'm in the lead and it's the last lap or I'm on qualifying, I become the, at my best. What will my racing be like then? Well, I'll get better results. What will that mean in one year's time? What, what doors will it open up? What prize money? What sponsors will go, oh, that driver's pretty good. We might as well back them, invest in them. And then in two years, if you keep performing at your best, you learn to drive a little bit better because experience makes you better. Physically, you're fine, but mentally, you're rock. Mentally, you are performing on demand pretty much all the time in the good way that you want to. What will it be like in two, three, five, ten years then? And paint that picture. Visualize that picture of you being at your best each time. Yeah, you'll make mistakes, but guess what? When you're mentally strong, that mistake becomes a strength for the next time out. I'm not saying you won't make the same mistake again, but wow, you'll notice it. You'll be better, stronger with each mistake. So, let's just clarify. Motivation is a push from the rear, like if you don't act, this will happen. And also, you need the pull from the front, as if I do change, this will happen. Okay, you need the two, you need the push and the pull, you need the pain and the pleasure, the carrot and the stick, in order to be motivated. One of them will be stronger than the other for you personally, but use both. Use the push and the pull, and you will get motivated. That's the second stage of you mentally preparing, of you changing the way you are mentally and enhancing yourself a bit more, okay? Becoming better mentally. Stage one, get clear on the whole thing, what you need to do, and stage two, and why you do it, and uh, what, what the actual situation is now. And step two is get motivated. Know that this must happen. Step three, get a plan. That's where we come to the technique, the mental technique, the science, the psychology that you're gonna use. What are you gonna do to create the mind that you want when you're driving, when you're racing, when you're qualifying and testing? What are you gonna do? What techniques are you going to use? How are you going to address this situation? You've got to be coming up with a plan. Obviously, you'll 
before you get in the car, you're gonna have a warm-up technique to prime you, a mental one, and a physical one, but a mental one also, to make sure that you're in the right state of mind, the right frame of mind, the right focus. What needs to be done in this session? Okay, perfect. What person have I gotta be again to pull that off? Okay, now what have I gotta to do to be that person, to be the best I can be? And you're gonna have your own technique. As I said before, different sciences, Different psychologies work for different people. Get your own, do research. Again, I can't do it, I can't tell you which is the best because what works for me might not work for you. What works for my drivers currently might not work for you. So get your own, study, study the brain, get your own system. It might be just talking to somebody before you go out. It might be visualizing, you're doing the perfect lap. But if you can't visualize, it might be just watching an onboard. It might be just you thinking of times when you were good and recreating that. What is your technique? You could have triggers, anchors when you're in the car. Like I said before, if you smile, breathe, think of something that changes your perspective while you're in the car. Ask different questions. There's so many techniques you can use. Now stage three is beforehand, get a plan of what you're gonna do. What are you gonna do to mentally prepare and overcome this challenge that you're facing right now? You have to have a plan in place. What are you gonna do about it? I know exactly where I am now, what the problem is. I'm motivated to change it. Now, what am I gonna do about it? That's where stage three is all about. And practice this. You can try something at the next race meeting. In fact, let me stop you there. The next race meeting, you know what I'd do? If you've got stage one and two, you've done that. Stage three can be actually at this next race meeting, all I'm gonna do is sit back and watch myself. I'm gonna find out why I'm doing this. I'm gonna find out what is best for me. Because at the moment, I'm not quite sure why I'm underperforming, I'll just keep doing it. But if you go through the race weekend and keep an eye on yourself and say, ah, when you finish the race weekend, now I know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And the, the thoughts that are coming into my head when I'm in a pressureful situation, the voice I'm hearing or the, the emotions I'm feeling, now I know. And then for the next weekend after that, you can start to prepare for it because you know what to, what to actually focus on or challenge or change. But that's, that might not be you, that might be you. But stage three, step three, is just for you to get clear on what's gonna happen. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna practice or try for the next time out? And then you're gonna try it obviously later on when you're there. So get very clear now, I know get clear is the first stage, but in step three, you've got to know what you're gonna do about it and what techniques you're gonna try. Sweating is so hot. Step four is get good. That's quite simple. Now you know exactly what you're gonna do and what technique you're gonna try and how you're gonna approach this. I want you to practice it way before. I mean, if you haven't got time, fine. If it's race weekend is tomorrow, then you can't do it. But if, you, if you've got time and lead up to this race weekend or test, whatever it is you're preparing for, shootout, practice. You know what you need to fix mentally, right? And when I say fix, don't take it personally. It doesn't mean you're broken. It's just something that's not quite working at the moment you need to fix, okay? Just to clarify, if I say fix, it means to resolve, to sort out. Right, if you've got something to fix, you know that. Uh, I keep doing my hands, but that's the weakness there or whatever it is you want to improve mentally. And you're saying, I've got to fix this. I know what I can try. I did some research and this certain technique sounds like it's perfect for me. Now, before the race weekend, practice, try it. Get into a situation that's similar to when you're in the car. 
Even if you can recreate it on a simulator, or if it's something confidence-wise, what can you do in normal day life that will ask you to step up? And you need that confidence, and it's, it's the same sort of feeling you get. Practice in them environments. Practice this new mental technique that you're gonna apply that you chose in step three, and practice, practice, practice until the race weekend. So you've got good at it, you've got it down before you're even racing. You say, oh, I know how to do it because I did it in certain situation and I'm getting good at this now. Then when you're in the car, your brain's got confidence to use, to pull that trigger, to do whatever it is that technique is, and you'll do it a lot easier. You don't wanna just do everything textbook style, you know, and get to the race and just presume you're gonna be good at this new way of thinking. You've gotta train it. Step four is all about getting good at it before you're in battle, before you're on that battlefield. Practice with your sword, the mental sword that you just picked up, this new weapon, as much as you can. Recreate it, practice, practice, and then see if you can do it on the race weekend. I'm sure you can, because you can learn just like that. That's what you find. As soon as you pick up a new mental technique and you learn it very quickly, if, uh, sorry, you'll learn it very quickly if you apply it and it works, it feels better. The brain goes, oh, I love that, that's gonna work. And it'll do it very quickly. You don't have to think about it too much. So, getting clear, getting motivated, getting a plan of what you're gonna do, practice like crazy until it becomes the real thing. Step five, execute. Simple as that. You just gotta do it. There's no point doing all this mental preparation. I see drivers doing this, right? They got somebody there from the outside. They got somebody there, there to mentally prepare them, they get to the race weekend, in the race, and they're still the same mushy self they were three years ago, making the same mistakes, because they don't take it upon themselves and make it their responsibility to keep control of their mind, and to do what their trainers taught them. They just let it go. They go back to their comfort zone. They say, yeah, I know I'm doing all this mental tech training and stuff, but when I'm in the car, I just I can't be bothered because it might not work or it, it, it seems a bit hard to do. You've got to do it. There's no point getting clear, there's no point making a plan, training it, and then not doing it on the race weekend. Sounds obvious, doesn't it? But people don't. They have this warm-up procedure now before they get in the car, but then they say, oh, I won't do it this time, I think I'm gonna be all right. Mistake number one, you've just told the brain that everything you've taught it is not really that important. You've got to follow through, you've got to execute. It's a must. There's no point doing all of this stuff and then getting there and saying, ah, oh, don't matter. It only makes a little bit of difference. It makes all the difference. Even if it makes 0.0001% difference on that given day, it adds up. So next time it'll be more. It keeps adding up. You've got to show the brain. You've got to train it like any other muscle. Say if you went to the gym once, right? A great workout is the best workout with the best trainer in the world. And then three weeks later you did a race, you only did that one session, three weeks later you did a race and you expect yourself to be fitter? Or next year, because you did something last year, you expect yourself to be the god, <laughs> the body of a god or a goddess? It's not gonna happen. It's called mental training, just like physical training. You do it once, right? You learn how to do it best for you, best for your body type, best for your brain type. You learn this and then you keep doing it, you condition it. So you get good at it before, but also in combat, that's when it really comes out. That's when you really learn. When you're in this competition, this race, qualifying, you apply it there, it will be in a lot deeper. 
So you've got to do it. You can't wimp out. You can't say, I'm going to do this warm-up procedure before I get in the car and then not bother. You've got to do it all. So make sure you execute because then you can tick it off if it works or say, no, it didn't work and we'll try something else next time. But usually, you pretty much know what you've got to do in the car. And if you execute, it's like a breath of fresh air. You're like, yes, now that's brilliant. I've just gone through the smoke cloud and I feel like that race was perfect. Great, what did you do? Because then you learn and it moves on to the next one. So make sure you execute, okay? You've got to, you've got no choice. Otherwise, it's a waste. The brain really learns, again, remember, when it's in the heat of battle. That's where it's going to make the deepest neuropath. It's going to become, again, a new habit of yours. An automatic habit, because that's what this is about, right? Then what happens? After that, you evaluate. You see, Monday morning, how did it actually go mentally? Because that's a big part of your debrief. And then that starts the cycle again. That goes straight into get clear. And then you carry on to the next race weekend. This never, ever stops. Like a wheel, it keeps going. And you know what wheels are all about. It keeps going. It's perfectly circular. Five spokes, say, right? Five spokes of this wheel. You keep doing this. You're going to become so mentally solid that no one will be able to touch you on that side. You'll be bulletproof. All right, Mark. So that question about how to mentally prepare. I'm not going to talk about specific techniques because I don't know exactly what your challenge is. Same with everyone else out there. But the framework, what I've told you there, that's pretty much it. You just slot in what you want, your information at the beginning, your reasons why it's to be motivated, what you're going to do that works for you, how are you going to train this, and then make sure you execute. That's the same for everybody. You make sure you execute. I'm talking about that execute. Don't go to the circuit feeling great. You've got your music on, your pump-up music, you get to the circuit and then you start to talk to the mechanics and you start to become lazy and all these triggers that keep you beaten mentally are there, like your teammate you don't really get on with. You've got to make sure part of the execution is to overcome all these old triggers that you've got that bring you down. All right? So that might be the issue. That might create the plan for the next one. So execute is to maintain it throughout the day. Okay, you can relax. You can start to play football and stuff just to relax. Have a sleep on race day. It doesn't matter. But you've got to be able to maintain right up until that last race what you want, when you need it. So it's coming up to race time. Okay, I can still pull this trigger and I can still do my warm-up process and get into state, the state that I want to get. That's how you execute. So your day will be like this. You'll have somebody say something and you'll dip mentally. But when you've got to perform, make sure you execute on the priming the build-up, the warm-up for getting into that car. And then when you're in the car, you perform. All right? You got the framework? Ask me any questions because I love this area, obviously. It's what I do. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you next time.